The Round Mound of Sports and Culture. Coming to you from Park Place Arts in Anderson, Indiana with me tonight, my co-host, the exclamation point, the passionate one, Reed. Good evening. And the question mark, the man who cares nothing about sports, Rowdy. Hey there. And in the middle of the period, my name is Snoop. Gentlemen, we're back at it. Back um, in the studio. home turf. Our home turf. Episode 127. Back in the saddle. In full high I'm de- back! High definition, THX quality, 8K sound. <laughs> yeah. Here, here we are. It's like a dubstep. So I didn't listen to the last two episodes. I mm. hear they were not... Great. I listened to a few minutes and thought, "Wow, this is not great." This is not. would be like, "What?" And then laughing. Yeah. Well, well, we thought it was funny. Then, hey, hey, we had a good time. I oh, we at, lived it. I it looked at the stats. People listened. God bless yeah. you. Well, you know. <laughs> The weather, but the, this it was one, the weather. this yeah. episode the weather. though, you're going to be able to play on your five point one surround system, yeah, and, right. and you're going to feel mm-hmm. like you're sitting on the middle of the table on your Klipsch home audio. Yeah. Do I need a new woofer? A new subwoofer? Is that our sponsor? Yeah. Get a get a Klipsch? new get a new Not woofer. Sponsored. A new woofer. A woofer. Woofer. <laughs> I think get it's, a woofer guys, and blow your roof rough off. <laughs> <laughs> blow the pallet right out from under yeah. my head. Uh, You'll see all the collars. We're making jokes, but I think it's actually pronounced Wolfer. Yeah, Subwolfer. Subwolfer. W-O-L-F? Yeah. Not W-O-O-F-F-E-R? Wolfer? Well, thanks for joining us tonight. <laughs> this is this is the content you, you came for, for sure. Uh, while you're on your podcast app there, go ahead and give us a rating. Uh, send it to a friend. You know, we tried that. We had that whole campaign about send it to one friend. How'd that go? Uh, I don't know. Let's what try are, it again. What are the analytics saying? <laughs> I don't know. It kind of paralleled the Me Too movement, so... <laughs> Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, Rowdy. Hey. How about some sports? How about it? Hey, uh, you guys know uh, we could make some serious money off this uh, Super Bowl halftime show. I'm not talking about prop bets. I'm talking about lawsuits. I'm what? talking about litigations. <laughs> we got that litigation game. How much money? Uh, oh, like $876 trillion. Woo, that's a lot of zeros. So, Dave uh, Davidmeyer. zeros. I'm looking at the zeros now. Um, Pastor Dave, Christian preacher, as the article says, that's kind of funny. Uh, he got real upset with the <laughs> halftime show of uh, J Lo and Shaquilla uh, dancing and doing the tandem booty shaking. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll just read his quotes. Light jig. So here we go. I think we ought to sue. <laughs> with that halftime show, would that have been rated PG? Were there any war- warnings that your 12-year-old son, whose hormones are just starting to operate, was there any warning that what he was going to see might cause him to get sexually excited? Mm. Okay, first of all, Papa Preacher. <laughs> Homeboy's Papa 12. Papa, don't preach. Yeah. He's sexually excited. All the time. His hormones are opera- operating. Hormones are operating. They've done, they done <laughs> been Smooth operated. Smooth operator. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He got that Sade all over that action. They are fully engaged at yeah, this so point. Yeah, so he um, kind of off the cuff said, uh, that's discriminatory against the values I have in my house. You can't just do that. I want to sue them for about $867 trillion. 67 or 76? 70, 70, this 76, says 67. Right? Uh-huh. So we're hearing wrong. They yeah. told us. They well, said wrong. 
Uh, he probably got another nine trillion somewhere else when he thought about it. Yeah. So last year when uh, Maroon Five came out and pranced around with topless nipples out, straight topless, that dark skin nipples yeah. out. Yep. Was he worried about his his daughter at all stumbling? I don't know. It's like it's almost as if there's a double standard there. It's what? almost it's almost as it's almost as if some Christian preachers aren't interested in their daughters, only their sons. Mm-hmm. As if one holds value, but the other is not concerning. Right. Mm. I would love to meet the lawyer that would actually take on this lawsuit. Oh, yeah. my gosh. $867 trillion. But I'll settle. That's like the, but I'll settle for a like bag the, of Skittles. Yeah, that's like the GDP of the earth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, where do you get that number? I don't know, man. I, mean, I, you, I think I can think of a few places he got it from. If you're just shooting off your mouth, I guess, go for tea. Go for Jillian. Mm-hmm. Put that tea on it. Why yeah. not? Big tea. <laughs> Big tea. Yeah. I don't know. Where's this guy from? Uh, Ohio. Is he really? Is he really? Oh, well, oh, there there is. What's, what part of Ohio? Oh, he's Jim Jordan's cousin. No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Tell the it truth, Jim. It doesn't say what uh, what part of Ohio. Whoa. Was it there's back? his face. Yikes. <laughs> Are you stumbling? Sir. <laughs> Are you stumbling right yeah. now? Uh, I mean, here. Okay, take, let here me take go, a look. Guys. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah. yeah. That's why he's only concerned about his, <laughs> yeah. about his son. Uh, Get that trillion, son. Oh, wow. Well, I, so I didn't, again, I didn't watch the halftime show. Was it was it good? Well, I mean, I could understand the eight hundred sixty-seven trillion dollars if he's suing for the satanic ritual that we all witnessed, as <laughs> yeah, Rowdy explained yeah, a couple weeks a, ago. That's a really good point. But the booty shaking? Come on, totally man! Fine. Your son loved that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he enjoyed yeah. it. He clearly did not talk to his son. His son was like, "I thought it was fine." What about the? Yeah, <laughs> I loved it. What about the? Uh, NFL is PG anyway. They're yeah. they're cussing. They're beating the hell out of each other. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. It, come on, dude. It it is. I mean, this was published by White Wing Watch, by the way. Right, right, right wing or white wing? Sorry, right. What's the difference? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, really? Huh? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, Rowdy, bear me. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I'm gonna. Thank you, sir. You know what? I'm not. I'm not a legal, typically a legal analyst. No, but I'm gonna go out on a limb here. Probably gonna lose this lawsuit. Yeah, yeah. it's probably. What do you settle for? A grand? <laughs> what? Huh? What? What do you settle for? I mean, anything, right? Uh, What's your son's your discretion worth? advised? What? Warning before the halftime show next year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then it's gonna be like Teletubbies. Yeah, which, I'd start with college tuition. Oh, so like eighty five hundred G. I say you don't come off the eight hundred sixty seven trillion. You don't come off it. That's where it is. That's where it'll I mean, stay. I mean, what do lawyers get? Like twenty percent? Yeah, I'll take that yeah. case. Yeah, oh, I would take that case. Yeah, too. <laughs> that's true. Twenty percent of nine hundred trillion dollars. All right. Yeah. You just got, all of you guys are just like buying scratchers. This yeah. is the, this is the legal system it scratcher. Is. This right is here. this is the Wednesday night Powerball drawing. Yeah, this is like, yeah. hey man, can't win if you don't play. <laughs> no, that's right. <laughs> that's right. Absolutely. Get get those tickets. All right. Man, speaking of losers, uh, do you guys want to talk about the Astros? Uh, just won't quit. It won't. Yeah, what's quit. going on? 
Well, what's well, going- I know they cheated. They're what, buzzer beaters. What's going on now? Well, there's some harsh sanctions coming from the, mm, the Major League Baseball, right? Only. They're taking the trophy. They mm, said they're going to melt it down. You mean that hunk of metal? They're going to melt down the trophy and they're going to um, do what with it? Uh, they're gonna make feed. more buzzers. <laughs> yeah, make more. Make, make a some really more, nice trash. Make can. some more trash cans. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> a really nice silver plated trash can. You know, it's can. surprising to no one that there aren't harsher penalties coming down. Rob, oh. Rob Manfred decided. Uh, I'm already bad at my job. Why not open my mouth? So he went on ESPN. Commissioner. And commissioner, commissioner. Rob Manfred uh, went on uh, ESPN and had an interview with Carl Ravage, which. I respect Carl Ravage. I'll just put it out there. I think he's a pretty good guy. Who's I never this met guy? him. Is this Carl with a K or a C? With a K. I like it. And Ravage with an E. Ooh. Okay. Seems like a nice guy. Ravage. Don't know him. Mm. Yeah. But you're hearing. But I'm hearing. Yeah. Nice guy. So, uh, I think the big, the big quote that got everybody's goat, they were asking, is there going to be some sort of... Um, change in the record books mm-hmm. after all of this what are you what are you gonna do yeah and he said uh i feel like i should do a rob manfred voice go for it do it the idea of an ostrich or <laughs> Does he ask- sound like that? no absolutely not oh, okay. asking for a piece of metal back seems like a futile act people will always know that something was different about the 2017 season and whether oh, we Andy made Rooney that, to it and whether we made that decision right or wrong we undertook a thorough investigation and had the intestinal fortitude to share the results of that investigation even when those results were not very pretty <laughs> Are you sick of a bunch of athletes making tons of money? Now when I, I am. When I was in line for my ice cream cone. <laughs> uh, was that a pretty good Andy Rooney? Though? Hey, there you yeah. go. All right. yeah. So he makes that comment. And pretty quickly, uh, players had something to say. My favorite. Mm. I'll just start it off with Justin Turner because I think he was he was my favorite. Of all of these. Because uh, of his beard. Because, of, yep, redhead. <laughs> Can't quit him. He said, uh, and I'm, I respect Justin Turner. He okay. just signed a three-year, I think it was three-year, $18 million contract. Uh, so and, and, you know, he's been on, he's he's been a Mr. Paster before. He's been on my Roto team. He said to this comment, uh, the reason every guy in this room, the reason every guy is working out all offseason and showing up to camp early and putting in all the time and effort is specifically for that trophy, which, by the way, is called the Commissioner's Trophy. <laughs> <laughs> so for him to be, devalue it in the way he did yesterday just tells me how out of touch he is with the players in this game. At this point, the only thing devaluing that trophy is that it says commissioner on it. Wow. Uh, Rob, you burnt. Yeah. That, I think he also went on to say, I don't think Rob Manfred's won anything ever in his life. (laughs) (laughs) How out of touch? He is. I know he doesn't work for the players. Right. But how out of touch do you have to be to say... Oh, it's just some piece of metal. Right. This thing that we've based our entire season on, the competition that we put out, the playoffs uh, format that we have, that's just a piece of metal. It's, it's next ridiculous. to meaningless. It is. I got two observations. Real Go. quick, because I know Rowdy has a big uh, mm-hmm. big piece here tonight. Mm-hmm. I find it. I find the irony in that the middle management per se got fired. The manager, the mm-hmm. president, the other manager, or, or uh, base 
hitting coach or whatever that was at, at the GM at the mm-hmm. Sox. Mm-hmm. I find it I find it kind of funny that everybody's up in arms because none of the players got penalized but the middle management did it's usually the other way around right Right. middle management doesn't get anything secondly the argument that this is about this is comparable to the steroid era i think it's worse than the steroid era because steroids don't make you hit better not better than if you know what's coming right they don't give you that kind of advantage they let you recover they might make you run a little faster hit a little harder but you still gotta hit the ball right if you know what's probably the hardest thing that you can do in in all of right in all of sport it's like john carlo said today or yesterday if i know what's coming i'm hitting 80 plus every year yeah and i when i first heard that i was like come on but then I thought about it, and I was like, "That's what he does in the derby." Yes, he, they know what's coming. They know what's coming, and yeah. they they sma- they just smack dongs. Yeah, that's like all they do. Fifteen minutes, which yeah. is all it takes to hit thirty. Hit stingers. Yeah, all day. Yeah. So, he also went on as far as who didn't get uh, punished. He went on to say, uh, Man- "Rob Manfred, Commissioner Rob." Uh, that he didn't do it because he knew that the uh, players' association would. Um, would object to all of those because there was nothing in the rules about this. So he said, if I had disciplined the players in all likelihood, we were going to have grievances and grievances that were going to, that we were going to lose on the basis that we never properly informed them of the rules. Sorry, I'm not doing my Rob Manfred voice. Given those two things, number one, I knew where, or I'm certain where the responsibility should lay in the first instance. And given the fact we didn't think we could make discipline stick with the players, we made the decision we made. (laughs) Well, I like that at the end. Made! Yeah, it's stupid. My wife they, and I go out for a ride every <laughs> Sunday. We take a Sunday ride after we read the paper. Yeah. Um, oh, there should have been saying yeah. that print is dead. Should have been at least <laughs> yeah. <laughs> should have been at least an eighty-two game suspension. Eighty game suspension. You think so? Absolutely. For anyone that they could quote unquote prove w- was in on it. Yep, and they should. It, they got to go NCAA on this. They got to wipe the title. But who do they give it? Do you no, just say no one no, gets it? No, there was no World Series champion in 2017. Hmm. It's just like college; they don't give it to the other team. They just take it away. Right. We've talked about Doesn't that before. Exist. Like, what the hell? Bama never beat me on that game because that got you <laughs> that, know that like, never yeah, happened, right? You know. Yeah. So yeah, and you had an MVP uh, snaked during this this. Uh, era too. Mm-hmm. Altuve wanted over uh, Aaron Judge that, right. in 2017, right? And he was helped by cameras and by a trash can. Yeah, yeah. I, and that changed garbage. Like, like we talked, about, well, like we talked about last week, it changed people's careers, like the pitcher, and right. changed Aaron mm-hmm. Judge. He may not be able to do pay that man his money first. Yeah, off. The man his money, yeah. do it. But it, I think this is gonna go down because it's not going away i thought it might go away but with spring training starting pitchers catchers reporting it has not well, gone here's away the, here's the crazy it's gonna be thing. bigger than steroids mike trout came out and said something against players said he lost uh respect for yep. the players yep. Nick marcakis came out uh, chris An- bryant said the same chris thing bryant. anthony rendon came out and actually said that we guys we got to move past this and i think there was one other player who said something similar boo oh yeah, Mar- yeah. it was um martinez from the red Sox. oh yeah but what is interesting to me is we're about to go into a new into negotiating a new CBA, 
And I know at this point we've talked about baseball for like six to eight minutes. But at least. If I can just, if I yeah. can just get this one point out, we can move on to the really important hard-hitting yeah. stuff. They're going into a new CBA within the next two or three years. Buzzer's got to be in there. But you've, you've, you have now players, a players association that might be divided or start to divide. Depending on who each one of those mm. uh, those players reps yeah. are from each team, that's interesting. True. So you, so kind of like how you have two baseball leagues that pretend to be a single baseball. They are league. a single league now. <laughs> uh, that happened in the nineties, nineteen ninety five. But yeah, uh-huh. so, but look at you, almost knowing something. You're just yeah. like you're right there, so close, close to close. learning. Yeah, <laughs> I'll give you a B. Okay, a B. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, then you on the other side. This is already going to be contentious, but then on the other side, you have Rob Manfred, who's clearly bad at his job. <laughs> Terrible. I don't know who he's trying to protect here. He works for the owners, but I don't know who he's trying to protect. Right. Uh, and he's in in bad with the players. So the players aren't going to want to negotiate with this guy. Rob Manfred's probably going to try and save face. I just don't see the CBA going well. And you're already having trouble. I don't think you're having trouble, but... Uh, People are saying, I'm hearing, yeah. that baseball isn't as popular as it once was, which is, that part is true. I won't argue that. But yeah. Well, this ain't helping. This is not going to help if you have a work stoppage. No, this is going to be worse than steroids, I yeah. think, in the long run, when, when it's all played out. It's bad. And now you got to let Pete Rose in. And, yeah, you do have, yes! That is what Put we have Pete learned. In. That's what we have learned from all of this. Put Pete in, yes. Yeah. Call him. Keep At least on. buy him a steak and you know, dinner. Rowdy, you know what Pete Rose doesn't like? I bet he doesn't like mayonnaise. You think so? Yeah. Well, I he's mean, no mayo, Pete. But no mayo. I, I bet no. he's a big fan of hollandaise, though. He might be. Yeah. Which is That's red, they, red meats. They Pretty close. To, that was his nickname, Charlie Hollandaise. Yep. Hollandaise sauce. Yeah. Are you serious? When he'd hit oh, a triple, yeah. they'd say he just poured the Hollandaise all over that I didn't even that know ball. that. I just, yeah. I just came Holidays. up with that. Yeah. Wow. Up, look at you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is just like soaking in. I know. Not Osmosis. Even yeah. uh, King James also weighed in on all this. He did. He uh, tweeted and said, listen, this is my LeBron voice. <laughs> I know I don't play baseball, but I am in sports. And I know if someone cheated me. I am in sports. I am, in sports. <laughs> I am a sports person. Yeah. If someone I cheated sport. me Hello, out of LeBron winning James the title. <laughs> if someone cheated me out of winning the title and I found out about it, I would be effing irate. I mean, like, uncontrollable about what I would and could do. And he should know he's lost a lot of titles. <laughs> well, yeah. Listen here, baseball you, commissioner. You burn. You burn. You're on notice. <laughs> Listen here, baseball commissioner. Listen to your players speaking today about how disgusted, mad, hurt, broken, etc., etc. about this. Literally, the ball, and then in parentheses, he put an, a baseball emoji. Uh, literally, the ball is in your court. Or should I say field? And you need to fix this for the sake of sports. Hashtag, just my thoughts coming from a sports junkie regardless my own sport I play. Wow. <laughs> Which may be the only time someone's used that particular hashtag. Gotta be. That's a hashtag one. Yeah. Gotta be. Or now it's trending. <laughs> Actually, uh, it is now trending. Yeah, of course it is. Somebody actually tweeted, Five Guys is better than In and Out. Hashtag just my thoughts coming from a sports junkie, regardless my own sport I play. <laughs> That's great. I like it. That's great. What uh, else we got, Tron? Uh, you want to talk about uh, Mr. President? 
El Presidente. Oh, El Presidente. Yeah, what's going Buzz on? the Tower at the Daytona 500. Do you guys see this video? Monday is Daytona 500. Yeah. Pre- President's Day. I got real confused. President's apo- pre- T apostrophe S Day. Did you see the tweet? President's Day. Not, a, not all the President's Day. The it's President's his. Day. Oh. My day. Oh. Hey, yeah. Look at me. I got yeah. holiday. Look at me. Grammars. <laughs> yeah. Cool. <laughs> Uh, they buzzed the tower. Air Force One flew over the Daytona 500 at 800 feet in altitude. I watched the cell phone video somebody took. It flew under the blimp. Wow. The blimp was up there, and it just flew right under the blimp. And they were playing like some kind of God Bless America. Neck. Or, they were playing Neck. Yeah, it was Neck. <laughs> if only. <laughs> They were doing the Gator Swamp Chop. Get those tubas going. (laughs) Yeah. Throwing beads at Air Force One. That's right. I mean, somebody around that speedway had a pistol. And a pistol can hit some 800 feet away. All right? That's all I'm saying. That was a security risk right there. Is that all you're saying? (laughs) Yes. Well, didn't he show up and and then it got rained out? Yes, because God yes. hates him. Uh-huh. Well, and he and he took a lap in the beast around. Uh, That's pretty cool. In around the, beast. the track, the, yeah, his, his, limo, his the armored beast. limo. Oh. It, it's pretty sweet. It is. It has solid rubber tires, mm. and and it can drive over an uh, improvised explosive device and just keep rolling. An IUD. <laughs> I, that's why I said it out because I always do that. I always say IUD instead of IED or whatever the hell it is. Uh huh. Uh huh. I mean, I didn't see him do that either. But yes, yeah. it did. It, so he showed up on Sunday and uh, God expressed uh, God's opinion Outrage. on on how yeah. on how this was all going, and then they had to <laughs> postpone God's uh, saying, till the next I'm day. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh man. And then they had it on that Sunday. That was wild looking Denny though, Hamlin man. Won. Ryan Newman went to the hospital. He's out. I mean, what happened to him? Did he survive? He I mean, his I saw car. it on yeah. fire. Yeah. But is he okay? Yeah, he's okay. Yeah. Uh, he walked out today. Yeah. Yeah. I get most of my um, Indiana's own. Most of think, my NASCAR news I think, from maybe one an old time uh, buddy of mine. Dudek. Uh, the the, uh, the virus. Yeah, Dave Dudek. <laughs> the virus. Yes. He was. Wait, is he like a DC comic character? No, and I didn't just, know about that's it. That's what we called him, the virus. <laughs> Got it. Uh, and yeah, he loves NASCAR. So I yep. get most of my news uh, via Facebook. <laughs> from. And then Denny Hamlin came out. Uh, I know this isn't the point of this story. Trump's terrible. <laughs> That's the point. <laughs> <Yeah. story. laughs> Denny Hamlin came out and then apologized that he was celebrating that he won because Ryan Newman got hurt. I was like, "What?" Rubber's racing, bro. Yeah, do some burnouts and shut the hell up. This drink some milk. Do they, they drink milk in NASCAR? No, they don't. Well, they drink Monster. <laughs> That's <right>. Yeah, <laughs> Monster and Nextel phones. Yeah. Cricket, cricket, <laughs> crickets, just crickets. Uh, and they he, drink their Monster through a Confederate flag. Uh, Yeti cooler. Yeah, handkerchief. Kerchief. Yeah, kerchief. There uh, you go. I mean, rag. Ryan Newman didn't pull a Dale. He's fine. He walked out. Yeah. Just celebrate. Yeah. Man. Can't T-bone that the wall. That was wild. He's doing all right. Did you watch the video? I saw the video, and yeah, I saw, I saw he's he's doing did he okay get hit now. Or did he hit someone? Uh, I don't know how it all played out, but like it, was on his fire. car was. Enough yeah, said. It, it, it looked wild. I saw some stills of it. I didn't see any video, but... Yeah, I could not believe that they flew. Surely no one was on Air Force One when they flew it over. 
That's just insane. So you're telling me that the last two over the last two years of this presidency, it's probably Air Force. Three two. years of this pre- no, yeah, three years yeah, of this three presidency. Plus. That you've come to the conclusion that they have enough common sense to not put people on a plane and fly it 800 feet over another. So where do you think he was? Stand of people. I think he was down on the ground already. And they used to, they take two planes you think, everywhere. You think no. they were hot dogging? Yeah, they were showboating. I don't know, man. Somebody's. I mean, like plane. one of them big old saw build cranes or something could have just not, you know, pulled up a little bit, gone right in that Rolls Royce engine, kaboom! <laughs> I don't know, man. It could, it would have killed all the spectators. It'd been terrible. I mean, it was right over the yeah, track. Yeah. It was insane. But then he tweeted out that photo. Or his press secretary. Which was old. Which that was, was from W or something, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah. Because I read that there have been three, four, yeah. four presidents that have been to Daytona now, Reagan and both Bushes. Hmm. Why don't the Democrats I'm go? not really oh, sure. That's exactly what I thought. Like the other. Are you saying Obama wouldn't have been welcome at well, Daytona? Well, Dukakis tried, reason? but they wouldn't let the tank on the yeah, track. Yeah, <laughs> too slow, too slow. Too many wheels. Yeah. Just didn't uh, pass inspection. Right. Oh, man. Uh, well, changing the subject a little bit, you guys want to talk real estate? Sure. Uh, so this guy named Phil Rivers. Oh, uh, this is delicious. Which I, I've heard the name. You guys yeah. are going to have to explain who he is. Phil Rivers apparently is looking for a 10-bedroom house in Indy. He sure is. Okay, Rowdy, Phil Rivers is the former quarterback for the San Diego slash L.A. Chargers. Okay. He loves Jesus and therefore has nine children. Oh, it's that guy. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, North Carolina State Wolfpack. Nine children. He has nine children, just had his ninth. Oh, my gosh. Recently just moved to Florida. Florida. Which was mm-hmm. teasing everybody oh, yeah. that he was going to take Tampa. over uh, for uh, Jebu in yeah. Tampa. But I'm hearing from Melvin Gordon, who People was his saying. longtime running back, mm-hmm. that there are at least three, if not more, coaches that are in Indianapolis currently that are from San Diego. They, ha- they use a very similar, if not the same, playbook. They use the same kind of language and play calling. And that Phil Rivers would plug right in. According to Melvin Gordon... Phil Rivers is going to Indianapolis. So this is what this is what Melvin Gordon actually said. It's great. I mean, you pretty much nailed it. Yeah. Well, I'm hearing. Um, people are saying. Yeah. Uh, he said, "Of course, this. Of course, of course. It, now that I've clicked on it, it goes behind the paywall." He said, <laughs> "I think he's going to the Colts." Hit read reader. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Go to incognito mode. Mm-hmm. Hold, please. <laughs> yeah. I think he's going to the Colts. I don't know. That's just my thought. Then he went on. He has connections. Nick, uh, which he's talking about, offensive quarter coordinator Nick Sirianni. Uh, Nick, he's from here. He came from here. We had him, and he's the offensive coordinator there. They were in the same playbook, so it'd be easy, and he could come right in, and he could be telling guys what to do. He knows what's going on awesome. already. Yep. Colts head coach Frank Reich had a relationship with Philip Rivers and worked with him in 2013 and was an offensive coordinator for him for in 2014 and 15. And in those three seasons under Frank Reich, Philip Rivers was still pe- terrible. Here's my. That's not actually true. He actually played the best. He had football a of his great football. couple of years. Yeah. Here's my thinking on the Colts, and I don't know why, other than this is what I figure. You took the pills. You took the pills in your hand. The hearing. pill popping owner. <laughs> it does have to do with pills. The pill yeah. popping owner only hires super religious people. 
to run his organization. Tony Dungy mm-hmm. loves Jesus. How dare he? Um, who was the Caldwell? Very religious. Yeah, but that was that was after. And that, that was, was a feeder. Tony like, Dungy had yeah. picked Caldwell to uh, supplant him. Yeah. Um, Pagano, Jesus Freak, and now Reich, super religious. And, I mean, but Phil Frank Rivers Frank, loves of, Jesus, of, too. Of and all those... Of Phil all Rivers those, trying to get his own 12 uh, disciples. Yeah. He's got nine those, of them. Of all those people those you mentioned, Pagano's a good defensive mind. Fine. Move on. Go do that. I think Frank Reich's the only good coach. Well, that's not true. Dungy, Dungy was a good coach. He was good until everybody figured out Tampa, too, and then he had nothing else. But that's not his fault. He invented Tampa, too. Yeah, but, dude... Evolve, is that a sir? play? He doesn't evolve because he's a Christian. What's and he Tam- doesn't believe in it. <laughs> What's <laughs> yeah? What? I created it. Yes, I am the creator. <laughs> I do not evolve. <laughs> That's a really good point. Yeah. See. So in the years, I, it's going to be so delicious when all these Colts fans are going to have to root for Phil Rivers, Phil Old River. Man Rivers, and his nine thousand children. So in the years 2013, 14, and fifteen, he was nine and seven, nine and seven, and four and twelve. He did have career high completions and attempts in twenty fifteen. He did have co- uh, completion percentage high in twenty thirteen. He also still had eighteen. And 13, 11, 18, and 13 interceptions those years. So he still throws a t- And that was a career-high 18 interceptions. Last year, he, he had 20. See, what I'm hearing here, Rowdy, is that he's he's still okay. And, he's fine. And it's going to be great. Will be, yeah, Colts fans <laughs> no, will love him. No, no. Love him. No. Sit with Brissette for me, one more year. Give me Jalen Hurts. I want Jalen Hurts. Hey, I'd me rather a, have Jalen Hurts than uh, <laughs> Old Man Rivers. Give me a fifth round Jalen Hurts. I'm ready for it. Colts don't have the they don't have the kahunes for that. I'm ready for Jalen Hurts. I know you are. You love Jalen Hurts is the next Russell Wilson. I'm Roll telling tide. you. I'm, I'm, people well, are telling me. I'm hearing. We'll see. I have a hot tip for Phil Rivers. Check out 40, Let's get real. 40, 40, 49, oh. 4923 Kessler Boulevard. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the Kessler Mansion. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. over uh, there off Emerson. Yes. Yeah, a thirty thousand square foot mansion built by a pimp. Um, for real. Uh, it it is. It has been called the ugliest mansion in America. It's pretty. Ugly. And it, it and is. It, and it could be yours. Repugnant. Uh, basically, the guy who get it, Phil. Uh, yeah, the guy who built it, he bought up, I think, three three lots, yeah. and then just built this absolute monstrosity. It is, uh, which now connected a couple houses, yeah, right? yeah, like, with like already bridges. Oh, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a it's a while. It's a compound. Not so if a you have the interwebs, go, just 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 go to Kessler Mansion, K E S S L E R Mansion dot com. And you can actually rent it out on uh, VRBO or Verbo or however they say that. Verbo, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or yeah. through Airbnb. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so you can live Carpet in Philip Rivers. Uh, I was going to say, how many movies have they shot there? Gross. Stay in uh, Philip Rivers' future house. Because if you look at the bedrooms, like jacuzzis in the middle of the floor, and I mean, it is. Yeah. It's Swingers Palace. So it's Pillow quite rooms. possible. They're. Uh, here in Indianapolis, we used to have a quarterback, Peyton Manning. Don't know if you've heard of him. Vaguely. Uh, yeah. Oh, from the commercials? From yeah. the commercials, yeah. yeah. Saturday Night Live. Mm-hmm. Cut that meat. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he used to live in Williams Creek, which was just down the road from my house. Uh, our house, actually, Reed, when we lived yeah, together. that's not, right. 
not in a relationship, but just his roommate. Either or. <laughs> no, it was it was de- it was definitely just one for me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so it's quite, and they have big houses back there. Yeah. So not what only is could that f- like Spring Mill in seventies, like right around. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just past seventy yeah. first in college. Uh-huh. So it's possible that not only could Philip Rivers move to Indianapolis, he could also play for the Colts, and he could be my neighbor, or at least in the same area. Area code. code? Yeah. That's I can't. I would move. You would love it. I would hate it. You would secretly love it. <laughs> you know. He seems like a good guy. I, I can't know. wait. To who? For, I cannot wait. The Chargers. What you got to understand, Rowdy? Yeah. Why is the why, Chargers why hate? owned Peyton, the Peyton Manning era Colts? Yeah. Peyton Manning threw five interceptions against the Chargers once. Well, Snoop and I were in we, Detroit watching. We were in Detroit watching. So the maybe game, yeah. Peyton should have played better. Well, here's the thing: the real Colts fans. Hate Phil Rivers and the Chargers, but you watch. Why you watch these Why? vanilla dudes oh, they will, turn yeah. on a dime and start loving <laughs> Phil Rivers and all of his childrens too? They will. They will. You think where? He, so where does he move when he's here? Geist, is he, Geist Carmel. Yeah. So their practice facility is on the west, west side, side, not the east side. I think you're right. Sorry I think, about that. Yeah, that's all right. That's okay. Rowdy, on the west side of yeah. town. <laughs> Rowdy almost got shot for trespassing trying to pick up Snoop today. Yeah, I told him the wrong address. So I'm, we moved uh, temporarily while we're under renovation, and I told Rowdy that East we were on instead of East west. And Rowdy's Street, just rolling through not, people's yards. Not on West 44th Street. And he was very confused. Um, but it's on the west side of town, so I wonder if he would move over there. I don't even know what's in Brownsburg, Avon, isn't that on the west side of town? Zionsville. Zionsville. Zion, it'll be Zionsville. Yeah, yeah, I could see it, Zionsville. Mm. Yeah. That's fine with me. Stay out of my hood. Man, any more real <laughs> estate talk? No, I don't think so. Mm, nah. Well, I guess that's the end of the show. Unless well, you got something. You know what? I do. <laughs> As a matter of fact. Uh, because tomorrow's a big day. Big day. Is it Rex Manning Day? It's Ansel Adams' birthday. Tomorrow. Today. February 20th. People listening. February 20th. Yeah, for people listening, today, February 20th, the day you'll download this episode, um, is the birth date of the man known as the bread truck, (laughs) the love (laughs) boat. That's a great one. Yes. Food world, (laughs) the Crisco kid, the wide load from Leeds, ton of fun. The Good Time Blimp War and Eagle. the Round Mound of Rebound. Mm. That's right. We're talking about Chuck Nasty, Charles Barkley. Yes, uh, love Chuck. So this is actually Role model. A uh, for sure something that I, I considered bringing to our hundred and sixth episode, which was our National Video Game Day. Oh, that's we traced right. The history of sports video games. Um, well, it's a very okay. So it was well, a very, it, it was a very distinct trail it, it, in the world of yes. Sports it was video future games. sports, future sports, the future history of sports as told by eighties and nineties video games. So check it out, episode one hundred and six. And this actually could have made the cut. Uh, so I would like to tell you the story of Barkley Shut Up and Jam Guyton, aka. Tale of Games Studios presents Chef Boyardee's Barkley Shut Up and Jam Guiden, Chapter 1 of the Hoops Barkley Saga. <laughs> My God. Okay, first off, what's a Guiden? Like, okay, Guiden like just means Gaiden? like tale. Like, okay. Yeah, it's right. story. Yeah, It's an RPG. It's a role-playing so, game. I used to think it was Ninja Gaiden. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. it may be pronounced that way. I, I don't no know. I have no idea. Uh, so the original 
Charles Barkley Shut Up and Jam was a sad attempt at copying NBA Jam uh, Mm. and was released in 94. Now, this game came out in 2008. It's a PC-only game. What? Yes. So they took a basketball game and they turned it into a JRPG, which is a Japanese role-playing game. Why does it got to be Japanese? Well, I'm glad you asked that because they basically have built the, the perfect video game for Snoop because these games are literally all about just stats oh. and all of your attacks, collecting resources, uh, you know, making sure your your party has enough resources so that when you attack bad guys, you can divvy up resources oh, and God. time out yeah. your attacks. And um, it's there's there's some math to it. No, thanks. Some strategy for sure. Yeah. Um, so this game is not only a sequel to Charles Barkley Shut Up and Jam, <laughs> it's it, it's also a sequel to Space Jam. Oh, a and, sequel? Yes. And so I thought I would tell you guys the future history of Mr. Charles Barkley. All right. So our story begins <laughs> t- 21 years from now. Year, Star date. The year 2041 <laughs> in Neo, New York. Oh, Neo, New York. During a Knicks versus Suns game. Typical. Seven, uh, I guess it would be 78-year-old Charles Barkley performs a powerful chaos dunk, oh. which is a jam so powerful that it kills nearly everyone in attendance oh. at the game. How low is his plane? It's like the cull. <laughs> This the purge. This yeah. chaos dunk. Oh, we're getting to the purge. <laughs> so this chaos dunk caused basketball. Why do we allow you to do this? Oh, just just just, just wait. This chaos dunk call, caused basketball to be outlawed. I'm telling you your future. Okay, this right. is coming. This is yeah. how many years? Uh, Twenty one years. Twenty one years. Twenty one years. Yeah. yeah. I'm uh, not might, let Charles Barkley play basketball. I might be alive in twenty one years. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. so as a result, basketball is outlawed and thousands of the world's greatest ballers are hunted down and massacred in what becomes known as the Great B-Ball Purge by the B-Ball Removal Department, led by Michael Jordan, oh. the turncoat. Can you imagine yeah. what LeBron's hair is going to look like in 21 years? <laughs> oh, we'll get to that. All right. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't know how you, you're going to get to that. <laughs> so we flash forward to the year... Tw- I'm so confused right <laughs> now. We flash forward to the year 20... Basically... No, 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 no. Chaos don't dunk. Stop. Don't Every- stop. Don't try. Chaos no, dunk. No, no, people no. die. Basketball Wiped out everybody at, yeah. at market was, or a yeah. massive square garden. It now, was yeah. the great basketball purge. Yes. Yeah. Now we jump ahead it to the... It was the Elam ending is what happened. Sure. Now we jump ahead to the year... <laughs> 2053. Finally. Whoa. Now, Charles Barkley, who I guess now would be about 90 years old, uh, Uh is living in poverty and raising his young son, Hoops, with a Z, alone in post-cyberpocalyptic Neo-New York. That really is Shaq's girlfriend's name, by the way. Hoops. What? Hoops? For real? Mm -hmm. Wow. That can't be real. Yeah, it's from Flavor Flav's, the Hoops from Flavor Flav's show, the dating show Flavor Flav had. Now Shaq's with her. You talk to me Whoa. like I know what those things you are. You do. You do. <laughs> I have no clue. <laughs> Flavor of Love. Oh, yeah, yeah I do. Yeah, see? Yeah. I never watched it. That's but her I... name, Hoops. Yeah. Whoa. She's like four foot nine. That's, what? Yeah, I mean, okay, she's, I gotta she's see probably a not that short, but she's short. Yeah. All right, sorry. Continue, continue. All right, so post-cyberpocalyptic Neo-New York is being terrorized by a mysterious figure known as the Ultimate Hell, ultimate Hellbane. Oh, she really is, yeah. And one, <laughs> one evening, without warning, 
another chaos dunk is performed in, Man- in Manhattan. Uh-oh. She was formerly engaged to retired basketball player Shaquille O'Neal. Hey, you keep interrupting me. This is going to stretch out for like two hours. So, um, <laughs> wait, another another chaos, chaos dunk, dunk, which kills somewhere in Manhattan, which basically levels Manhattan. Kills, Maybe stop chaos dunk. Kills fifteen million people. Oh jeez. Well, Barkley, he's, is he a he's, climate change activist? He's at home. He's at home with his son. But, of course, he gets accused of deploying this dirty dunk in league with the terrorist organization, Blood Moses. That's all, uh, it's an acronym, Blood Moses. I don't know what it stands for. That's a long acronym. (laughs) It's not like Moses Malone. It's Blood Moses. Yeah, Blood Moses. So next thing you know. That's a dope name, though. It is. It's pretty sweet. (laughs) I'm going to try, while you're talking, I'm going to try to figure this acronym out. (laughs) All right. So Michael Jordan and the, the, uh, (laughs) Michael Jordan and the B-Ball Removal Department show up at Barkley's apartment to arrest him. Mm -hmm. Just when he's about to be apprehended, he's rescued by none other than the ultimate hellbane. The villain, or so we think. So we've been led to believe. Wait, is his name Ultimate Hellbane? Ultimate Hellbane. <laughs> I hate this game. Okay. <laughs> so Hellbane leads Charles Barkley to the B-Ball Catacombs, the final resting place of history's greatest ballers, including Magic Johnson, Muggsy Bogues, who was one of the first killed in the great B-Ball Greatest ballers, <laughs> Muggsy Bogues. Two, pro- and, uh, two problems already. You've yeah. named two players, and we have two problems. First off, Magic Johnson will never die. Secondly, That's true. He just injects cash into his veins. Secondly, Muggsy Bugs, greatest ever. What if I said Patrick Ewing? Yeah, I'd believe that. Okay. So, <laughs> in the catacombs, Hellbane reveals that Jordan's police are actually the real agents of Blood Moses. And uh, the Hellbane has actually taken Barkley's son to safety at the church. Hoops. Uh, at the Toops, at the Church of Clispath. Under the protection of Father Larry Bird. I can't. I can't. Oh, hey, if Larry Bird's the savior figure in this, <laughs> I'm down with all of this. So, Hellbane eventually leads Charles Barkley to the tomb of LeBron James. Ultimate oh, Hellbane. so LeBron's yeah. dead? Ultimate Hellbane? Yes, the right. ultimate Hellbane. LeBron just bought a tomb. Uh-huh. Pre-death, but uh-huh. but we find out Get that mausoleum uh-huh. tricked out. That Hellbane is actually hey. Balthios, who is the great grandson of LeBron. So Balthios introduces what? Barkley to the ghost of LeBron, who's visiting Balthios. from the B-ball dimension. Cousin Larry, <laughs> and Appleton. He tells uh, he, he tells Barkley that he believes that Blood <laughs> Moses has obtained the ultimate B-ball. What's the ultimate b-ball? I have be no wondering. idea. Yeah, well, this no is asking, this is the ball. Is it like the ball the the Globetrotters use? No. Oh yeah. <laughs> Close. It's it's a it's the powerful ball that the Monstars from Space Jam oh, used there to is. trap Barkley and his friends to steal their abilities. So Hellbane knew about the ultimate b-ball. Yes. So LeBron. Typical, typical Hellbane. LeBron believes that. I need another beer. Some of Barkley's power. <laughs> has been trapped inside this ball and this power has been growing over time to the point that blood Moses can now harness the chaos dunk. So wait, sorry, go ahead. I don't know. Is blood Moses a person or a a syndicate? An organization. Okay. Yeah. Who we, who we, we know we've basically attached to Michael Jordan. Yeah. And He's the leader. Yeah, Prime well, boss. Yes. Yeah, of his, the B-ball. Uh, yeah, under the auspices of the, of the uh, B-ball, B-ball removal department. B-ball. Yeah. BBRD. And before he fades away back into the uh, the B-ball okay. dimension, 
Uh, LeBron I, tells them to seek the cyber dwarf who is hidden in New York City's the sewers. The cyber dwarf? The cyber dwarf. Okay, so let's pause here for a Okay. Second. I want to just, like, get meta for a second. Okay. Rowdy, I've known you for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting real. <laughs> I love you like a brother and I respect you. Had I not known you for as long as I've known you and listened to how many stories you've told... <laughs> <laughs> I would not His be pronoun use is improving. <laughs> I would not be prepared for even the past 10 minutes to, <laughs> to be able to focus on what you're saying right now. But you have prepared me for this moment. I'm starting to understand that like our friendship has been leading up to this. To this. To oh, this just moment. Wait. This moment of clarity. Because this where is our Rowdy's shared future. Is coming together. All right. I mean, I'm ready. This is so, our future. So now they're seeking out. So here we are. They're seeking yeah. out the cyber dwarf. Okay. And along the way, that should be Muggsy Bogues. They find. Well, no. they they find they find what they think Ron is Starks. a pile of uh, a pile <laughs> of scrap metal. It turns out oh. it's actually a cybernetic Vince Carter. It's the commission. Yes. Oh, Vince Carter yeah. can jump out of the ozone layer. Insanity. So Vince right. Carter, I, aka I, I, this is my era. Vince of Vince basketball. Vince Borg twenty fifty. Whoa, has, he's, has, he's from has, the Borg. Well, he's he's a he's a cybernetic creature. He's half man, half machine. Okay, and he's lost his memory. Um, Which that that's actually this was when two thousand eight. 2008. That's pretty much true. In 2008, I think he was at that point becoming half man, half. Really? Half man, Vince half Carter robot. still plays. He still plays. Are you serious? Yes. He's still playing. He's 43 years old and he's still playing. Oh my god. And gosh. he can still almost jump out of the stadium. That is insane. Uh, so they, they eventually find the Cyber Dwarf. And it turns out the Cyber Dwarf is an alien dwarf whose ship crash landed on Earth and whose injuries required a skin graft. But since they didn't have Cyber Dwarf skin, Instead, they used basketball skin. Oh, so this is a so this is Carter a, is this is in, a this is no pig, he's so he's pig different. vomit. Okay, so let me <laughs> let me backtrack. Vince Carter is Vince Borg twenty fifty, the cybernetic half right. man half machine. The Makes cyber sense. dwarf is so, an alien so dwarf on their who looks way like to a meet the cyber basketball. dwarf. They meet. They meet Vince Borg and he joins their party. Yes, of course. The uh, hero's so journey, now, dude. in the in, really in the context of this game, you can if you are fighting uh, some bad guys as you roam through the catacombs, you your team now consists of Barkley, uh-huh. Balthios, aka the ultimate Hellbane, <laughs> Vin, LeBron's great grandchild, and, and uh, yeah, exactly. You're following. I am. Yeah, and Vince Borg 2050, <laughs> and now the Cyber Dwarf. So we've got our we've got our force. The Cyber Dwarf is an alien. Yeah. Yes. So Cyberdwarf reveals he does not have an NBA contract. Yeah. <laughs> Cyberdwarf reveals that at this point this game has not passed the Bechtel test. There are no female characters. They're yeah, it's just the NBA, that's bro. Cuz they're all dead. Every every female that these oh, men so have loved is, has died. <laughs> every woman I've loved has died. I was okay. just learning. But there will to be love. there will be we'll get we'll get we'll, we'll get to the women. Okay, great. Can't wait. Now, the Cyber Dwarf was expecting Cheryl Swoops, the, Lisa, it's all Lisa Leslie. The, the Cyber Dwarf was expecting Pat, Pat Balthios to bring him Barkley. But he was expecting Hoops Barkley because as it turns out, Hoops Barkley is the one. Yeah, Bastion, the chosen say my one. name. The Hoops, one. Say yeah. my name. And so they <laughs> they realize that they need to get to Hoops 
and who's been hidden away in the church of Clispath. With, Wait, all he uh, needed, I mean, it's Charles Barkley. He's looking for his kid. He knew he was supposed to get to his kid already. But, but he had like, to find, he had to find. That's the, why, he, that's why these Avengers assembled. Yeah, exactly. And so now, now they're after ready. they got five, they're like, you know what we should do? It's a quest. That, we should that get hoops. thing that yeah. we originally said we were going to do. They had to be strong enough. So, so they, when, so when they, they got to the dwarf, the dwarf was like, "Oh, I thought you were hoops." Yeah, he's kind of he's a little mad. Son. He's like, "Oh, you're oh you're I, it's great that you're here." And they're like, uh, "We we we need to talk about your father." And and they're like, "No, this is Charles." And he's like, "You brought me Charles? Is this good this or is bad? not hoops, Barkley? Is it good or bad that Charles is there?" Well, it ends up being good because okay. I zoned because, out for like ten seconds, and I don't know what the hell okay. is going on. So <laughs> you don't have to read. All, all we got to know now is I don't need a summary. Got, we've got we've got Barkley Baltios, uh, Barkley Balky, uh, the Vince Vinceborg twenty fifty, and the Cyber Dwarf. Cyber Dwarf. They're all heading. But that's only four. They're all heading to There's Father Larry Bird's church. Oh. Um, but oh, Church of Bird. Mm-hmm. Uh, along the way, they have to defeat the ghost of Dikembe Mutombo. <laughs> uh, Reed's Reed, wagging Reed, his fingers. Once they defeat the he ghost. He speaks like 11 of, languages, oh, by the way. Oh, he's, he's awesome. Kimbe's awesome. Yeah. He, so they, they, they defeat the ghost, who actually his soul has been trapped by these evil spirits. So now they actually are freeing his soul. Has? Yeah, okay. so now they've freed him to go to the B ball dimension. Is he the fifth one? No, he does no, he not join their party. The dimension. They need a shop blocker, though, right? But yeah, they get absolutely. they get to the church only well, yeah, to see. Fine, yeah. Jordan has beat them there. Has <sighs> has killed Father Larry Bird, oh. and now is holding Hoops hostage. Excuse me. Yep. Larry Bird is dead now. Yeah. Shouldn't have when that does, been... Wait, just for three days though, right? Then he comes back. Well, we'll see. <laughs> That's wild. <laughs> uh, so upon seeing Hoops, all of a sudden Vince Borg 2050's memory is restored, and we find out. <laughs> Wait, where does memory? I don't want to know. It's like C three PO in yeah. the Star Wars. Yeah. So we find out after he was killed in the in the whole Chaos Dunk incident, he was rebuilt by Blood Moses to become their cybernetic agent of death, uh, oh whose mission goodness. was to kill Hoops Barkley. Oh my god! So now he's reactivated. He he betrays oh. his friends and actually joins forces with Jordan, but Barkley, Balthios, and um, who's the other one? The Cyber Dwarf. Cyber Dwarf. Defeat them and drive them away. So they're not defeated. They just they just retreat they, they, for now. Driven away. For now, They'll but be they back. lost Trust Larry. Me. Jordan Trust killed me. Larry. But yeah. Vince, but, but Vince Borg twenty fifty has now joined up. With joined up with Blood Moses and Michael, Michael Jordan. Jordan. Michael yeah. Jordan is. Oh, so he's a turncoat. Yes. Well, he's not. But he it's part just, of his programming. He, yes, exactly. Oh, it's, yeah. right. It's his nature. Yeah. So, so the cyber dwarf tells the group that in order to counter the power of the ultimate B ball, they'll need to forge a new ultimate B ball in the old Spalding factory, which is located far underground in Proto Neo New York. Proto Neo. Now this is where the I women, don't even think that's right. This is where the women come in. No, because in Proto Neo New York, they're working in Proto Neo New yeah. York in the ball factory. They meet former WNBA star. They're running the Thunderdome. Juana yeah. Man. No, no. Wait, Juana Man. Man. No, Juana Man is in this thing. Who the hell Mm -hmm. is Juana Man? Juana Man is a man, first off. So that doesn't count as a woman. Yeah, it says man in their name, Juana Man. Juana Man. It's a man posing as a woman. Do you want a man, Juana Man? Yeah. Yeah. Is that what it is? Yeah. Sure. So anyway, Juana Man's been living in Proto New New York. Yeah. And he tells the group... What layer of hell are we on? That... (laughs) 
we're you, in, are you speaking specifically at, at this podcast episode or, <laughs> yeah. or within uh, this story? So in order to reach the factory, they first have to defeat the ghost dad who's been haunting proto-neo New York. Remember ghost dad, Bill Cosby? Oh my yeah. God. Cosby's yeah. in this. Yeah. This can't be real. So after, after a brutal fight, they destroy the ghost dad and they're able to reach the factory where they discover did that they take his roofies. Uh, they actually did absorb some of his powers. Well, there you so go. each enemy that they defeat, they kind of gain some of their powers. So at the factory, Putting they find out roofies. that a powerful new ball has already been forged. It, this is the hell b-ball this this b-ball features a jamasite core instead of the typical slamasite core <laughs> and apparently this b-ball prototype was so powerful that a janitor mishandled it and inadvertently performed a chaos dunk in the building years before killing Inadv- killing everyone in the factory yeah oops yeah. i chaos dunked so when Barkley, yeah. when Barkley, I work underground as a janitor. Oops. When he picks up the Helby ball, he Let says, "Let me just jump ten feet in the air and chaos dunk right he, now." He says, "I can feel it. One billion B balls dribbling simultaneously throughout the galaxy. One trillion B balls being slam dunked through a hoop throughout the cosmos. I can, yeah. <laughs> I can feel every single B ball that has ever existed at my fingertips. It's weird. I, I can have... feel their collective knowledge channeling through my veins. Every jump shot, every rebound." And three-pointer. Every layup, dunk, and free throw. I am there. I am B-ball. It's a singularity. Yep. Yeah, for sure. Now, just as they're leaving with the hell B-ball, Jordan appears. And, oh, my and, gosh. And shoots hoops with a dart filled with type 2 diabetes. <laughs> this is not real. This is real. <laughs> he got the diabetes? <laughs> yep. So to cure him... Wilford Brimley shows up. Juana Man... Juana Man... Quaker Oats. Juana yeah. Man helpfully tells them that they have to seek out a diabetes cult which has been rumored to live on Liberty Island. This can't be real. There, they have to defeat a creature called the Diabetes. Japanese people wrote this? Uh, no. Oh. It, it's in the style of a Japanese Oh, my game. bad. Okay, okay. Um, and then after they defeat the Diabeasty, they're supposed to seek out the mythical Yelmerb. Well, it turns out Yelmerb is actually Wilford, Wilford Brimley. Made Are you serious? Yelmerb is Brimley backwards. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. So Wilford Brimley actually has the ability. He's kind of like a Wizard of Oz type character. So he has the ability to take away someone's diabetes <laughs> by making it his own. And this well, yeah. and this re- and this requires him to stay connected to a giant insulin machine. Um, so an insulin machine. <laughs> so Wilford Brimley does he have to go to Canada uh, to get his insulin? Yeah, he's on Liberty <laughs> Island. Uh, so Wilford yeah. Brimley, give me your uh, poor, you're diabetic. He yeah. he uh, he selflessly takes Hoops's diabetes, and after uh, Hoops is healed, takes his leg off. We find out Barkley tells his son that when his mother gave birth to him, she actually gave birth to a b-ball shaped egg. And it turns out that after the chaos dunk, Hoops was actually the only person besides Barkley in the stadium to survive the chaos dunk. He's the one. The chosen one. The chosen one. So, wow. after they recharge the Jamasite core of the Hellbee Ball, Barkley <laughs> discovers the Shimmer Globe. Now, the Shimmer Globe is the primordial bee ball of the ancient proto dwarfs. So, just so we're clear, at no point are there women characters in this. Juana Man. Not a woman. WNBA star. Juana man. Continue. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, as you were. <laughs> so the the Shimmer Globe teaches Barkley the Verboten Jam. Oh, oh no. The Verboten Jam. Yeah. <laughs> it's the Dick double. Verboten. It's, 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 it's the double dribble. Did Dirk 
the Dirk Dirk Nowitzki is Teach he the this? verboten jam? Uh, I verboten. don't know. I don't. Is he a German basketball player? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He doesn't show up in this. He may be in the catacombs. What I don't about Detlef? Detlef Schrempf. He may yeah. also be down there. I have no idea. Um, I thought you played so now, this whole game. Yeah. I'm feeling very misled right with, now. With the double dribble, Barkley can actually wield both the Helby ball and the Shimmer well, Globe. Oh, yeah. So now uh, they're ready to face their enemies. So the group travels to Blood Moses headquarters, which is on the intergalactic slave ship, intergalactic slave ship Necron 5. Now we got to almost start up in here. I think it's Necron 5. Necron 5. Okay, so Necron 5. So give us uh, us free. They're 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 blocked by Vinceborg, but Barkley basically uses his newfound enlightenment to deprogram him, which actually frees frees him, but then it he self-destructs essentially. Well, through another chaos deck, right? No. Not yet. No, not yet. Uh, then Jordan appears and Barkley defeats Jordan in basketball combat. And then they find what is basketball combat is one that- on one, bro. Or is it game of 21? You use the horse. You, you double dribble, man. You got the shimmer globe and yeah, the-, the shimmer globe and the healthy ball. It's big. So then they find the true leader of blood Moses. Who is it? Shadow Barkley. So shadow Barkley is an evil being created by the ultimate B ball. Like Bizarro to- Barkley. Basically, yeah. It should be Bill Lambeer. Yeah, absolutely. So Shadow Barkley uh, was created by the ultimate B-Ball to destroy all life on Earth with a super powerful chaos dunk. And then his goal is to repopulate the planet with Barkley clones. So the ultimate B-Ball itself is able to create other... Basically, to be perfectly honest with you. (laughs) Yeah. So remember, Barkley, during the Space Jam incident, had been trapped inside the ultimate. Yeah. (laughs) Remember, you got punched in all the numbers. He'd been trapped. Is that like from part of the story earlier? Yeah. He'd been trapped. It's part of Space Jam. This is the sequel. I've never seen Space Jam. Okay. Well, Barkley was trapped inside there. And and so some some lingering energy from Barkley stayed in the ultimate B-ball. Oh, I'm aware. It manifested as Shadow Barkley. (laughs) Gotcha. All right. So after some serious slamming and jamming, (laughs) Shadow Barkley is defeated. But the Necron 5 has already been set to perform the Chaos Dunk. So Barkley stays behind. I thought Necron 5 was a... It's a slave ship. It's a slave ship. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. that's been slated to perform the... Yes. Bar- so the it's, ship itself yes. is going to it's perform the chaos It's basically going to uh, chaos dunk fly to Earth and do a massive chaos dunk that's going to kill everyone on Earth so they I'm, can repopulate it with Barkley clones. And I don't want you to explain it, but I'm very unclear on how a chaos dunk happens. Well... Because I feel like you'd need a, you need a basketball hoop. So at this point, if a ship is trying to chaos dunk, they need a hoop as large as, or larger than the ship. You're asking these kind of questions. I can't imagine how insufferable insufferable you'd be after watching the last Star Wars movie. <laughs> I haven't seen the last. Star Exa- Wars. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> yeah. That's a good thing. The, yeah, it was interesting. All right, so uh, should we talk about that for an hour? <laughs> <laughs> we might at some point. So the ship's about to explode. So Barkley is this just dis- like a, is there a plot hole? Is that what in the new movie that just Oh, just we'll, just wait. We'll, we'll right, talk right, about right. it. I haven't seen all it. All right. So Barkley stays behind while the rest of the group escapes uh, the Necron 5. Uh, well, they attempt to. The monsters appear and attempt to stop Hoops, 
uh, Balthios and the Cyberdwarf Cyber from, yeah. from escaping. Uh, so Balthios stays to fight the Monstars while Hoops and Cyberdwarf. Oh, I only Dwarf, need like 20 minutes uh, for my segment. They, 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 <laughs> yeah. leave, they leave Necron 5. Those are real words. <laughs> uh, Charles Barkley then performs an, uh, his final chaos dunk, destroying the ship and the saving world. Earth. Oh, so Except. they're still in space. Oh. They wanted to bring oh. the chaos. I didn't even together. know they were in yeah, space. It's a, it's a ship. It's a, it's yeah, it's a, a spaceship. Space Sorry. Slave ship. Yeah, it's a space slave ship. I started you reading this Christian hey, blue pages. Hey, you should not apologize for that, Rowdy. Okay. You made it clear they were in space. Yeah, okay. Just Thank no you. One, no one in this room cares. <laughs> yeah. So they, so, I heard Space Jam. So the ship explodes, <laughs> and and basically the game ends on a cliffhanger where Hoops and Cyberdwarf are on. Is this a video are game? On, yeah. Okay. Are you serious? No, I'm just making sure. <laughs> What are we talking about? So, you guys believe in ghosts? So, Hoops and Cyberdwarf are aboard an escape pod in space, and the fate of Barkley and Balthios is is, like uh, is, so is irritated because I don't know what's happening. Yeah. So, like you're being unreasonable. Yeah. <laughs> any any last thoughts or questions about? Nope, not at all. Uh, Barkley shut up and jam Gaiden, aka Tale I mean, of Game I'm Studios, present Chef Boyardee's Barkley shut up and jam Gaiden, chapter one of the Hoops Barkley saga. <laughs> what system was this for? It's on PC. Uh, it's on PC. Yeah. Oh, you said yeah, that. Made that for PC. Yeah. Because you, when you said it was, uh, what'd you use some letters to explain JRPG. it? It's a JRPG. I thought you were yeah. talking about the letters you use on the oh, keyboard to move people. I guess. <laughs> Like like, 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 forward, back, left, right. We we probably could have picked ADWX or whatever. Yeah, we probably could have picked four keys that made more sense, but we're just going to go with JRPG. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, J is up. Uh, What? But yeah, but that's below the R. Well, yeah, just go. It's It's in Japan. It makes sense. They read their books backwards too. Well, that's it. We did it. We got to get to the moral of the story. I don't know that there is one. The moral of the story is. If you can't slam with the best, then jam with the rest. Okay, that's done. That's it. We did it. We did sports. <laughs> Episode 127. Happy birthday, Charles Barkley. As always, I want to thank the commissioner. I'm sorry. Yeah. Is that all right? I got it all wrong here. That got me. It got me <laughs> yes, all you're flustered. All start, it got me all so, flustered. flustered so you start all that over. I'll, no. I'll edit it. As always, I want to thank the minister of Sound Mike, Jeb Belly Music, the commissioner Brandon Casburn, food editor Dennis Chu, and the honorary Ball Boy this week is, is Sparkly All Star MVP, former Pacer Kawhi <laughs> Leonard, who is not sponsored by Gatorade. Not sponsored by Gatorade. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or email us at sports 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 at gmail.com with any questions. <laughs> Which I'm sure you have some. Yeah, I got a lot. (laughs) Headlines or topics you want to discuss, not JRPGs. And don't forget to rate us and subscribe. New episodes will be there every Thursday where we will ask, how about some sports? How about it?